Had a little bit of rain here yesterday. In fact, we had a lot of rain. In fact, we had more rain than we had during the uh, hurricane, which turned into be a tropical storm, which turned into be just a prolonged soaking for the grass and the trees and the birds and the little tiny animals that run around. Yeah, it was what it was what it was. And it is what it is what it is. And this is my podcast for Monday, July the 19th, 2021. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing. And Longview Forecasting, practical forecasting for the busy professional and business owner. The Paul Truesdell Podcast. General business and economic observations. Individual wealth. Tips, tricks, tools, or techniques. And thinks that made Paul raise his eyebrows, shake his head and purse his lips while taking a deep breath. Let's get started. Well, for those of you who are clients of mine, I will be releasing a very detailed discussion. It is not boring, but it is detailed and it will cover all of the issues that I think you should know and understand about the COVID virus. We'll call it a pandemic. But more importantly, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the vaccine. I'm going to talk extensively about the RNA messenger strands. I'm going to talk extensively about how the injection of the DNA modifier, it's not a vaccine, interacts with molecules in your body. And I'm going to talk extensively about spike proteins and how those things work, where they go, and what is occurring presently and what we anticipate to occur on a long-term basis. It is a very controversial item, which I will not put out for the public, but when you listen to it, you definitely will understand why I have said things in the past. It's not based upon fear, it's based upon fact, and I believe you are going to have one of those reactions that may cause you more of a reaction than a, a positive one. Now, for those of you who have been following me for a while, you know that we've made changes. I've made a lot of changes. We've gone from short format, intermediate, long format. We've done a combination of, the, uh, of that. I kind of went on a schedule. But here's the thing. I have a very tight schedule that I keep when it comes to business purposes. And this is really more of just a um, public having some good time, just relaxing and having a conversation with you. So I'm going to be a little bit more selfish. I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I'm not going to hold myself to a strict schedule. It's just not worth my time and effort to do it. Not being mean, but I've just got so much to do that this is just one of those extra items that I'm not going to be beholding to. So what I'm going to do today is kind of briefly cover a couple of things just to kind of give you some things to think about. I've, I've had that phrase for years. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. In fact, it used to be on the license plate cover of one of my Mercedes years ago, I had a, the phrase, think about it. And um, I had personalized plates back then. It basically was our last name. And then below it, it said, think about it. 
but I prefer the anonymity now. And uh, as a result, that is gone. But let's cover a couple of things to think about. Well, 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 once again, Bruce Jenner, who is now going by Caitlyn Jenner, who has had what I consider disfigurement surgery. But, you know, I don't understand that whole thing. So I'm not qualified to uh, render a medical opinion. But all I do know is that years ago, the medical world would have said something's not right there. And anyways, uh, Caitlin, who uh, is a uh, candidate for governor of the state of California, is a complete joke. It's just a cry for attention. Is now headed down to Australia to appear on Channel 7 Celebrity Big Brother in Australia. Now, I got news for you. If you really wanted to run for governor, that's a full-time occupation, at least during the campaign, right? But the other thing is people have said it's a real slap in the face for people who are looking to travel back and forth between the United States and Australia. Because Australia, as you well know, has lost its mind over the COVID. And there are literally thousands of Australians and Americans who are seeking to get back and forth, and they've grossly restricted the numbers. Something like 30,000, 40,000 people want to get back and forth every week, but only 3,000, that's right, 3,000 can actually enter Australia now. It, they actually had a cap of 6,500. Now they've dropped it down to even more, down to 3,000. And you've got to go through quarantine and you know lockdown, and they'll put you in jail if you get out and run around. But here's the thing, really, you're running for governor. You don't know whether you're a boy or a girl. You decide you want to be a girl after you won the decathlon for the United States in the Olympics. Okay, that's fine. You, you got married. You made baby better. You made some babies. Now you switch teams. I get it. Whatever. It happens. I mean, I get it in saying, I, I get that you did it. I don't get it. I, I, don't. I don't. I have no problem saying that. I just don't get it. It's not a, it's not a phobic or anything. I just don't get I just don't get it. But what a shitbag decision that you're going to jump over all these people. Somehow or another, you get some celebrity status. And you're going to, you know, I'm, I'm a candidate for governor. And well, I'm actually going to go to on a celebrity show because I'm a celebrity. That's how I make money. And, and you know, now I'm going to be on Celebrity Big Brother in Canada, in, um, in Australia. Here's my point. Why is, this, why is this a big deal? It's a big deal because as an investment advisor, I look at what people are talking and thinking about. And when you have spokespeople, or in this case, I'll call them spokesholes, who are full of crap, it begins to cause problems in marketing and advertising. So when you get ready to hire somebody to be a spokesperson for you, you better have a really good lawyer who has a really good contract to protect you in a whole variety of different ways from the activities, actions, and inactions of that spokesperson. You remember the guy with Subway? Yikes. You might remember ShamWow guy? Yikes. We had OxyClean who overdosed in Tampa? Yikes. So you got a lot of problems when you have people who are going to be spokespeople for you and you got to dot your I's and cross your T's. But when the case of Jenner, what you're seeing is more and more people, in my opinion, who are sophisticated and knowledgeable, mature and rational, are turning their back on things like Hollywood, television, movie stars, etc. Now, the good thing for those industries is that the nation is getting dumber. The nation's IQ is, is lower. 
you're having more and more people who are lemmings and like to look at shiny objects. But that doesn't bode well for the long-term development of the country. It's a lot like artificial intelligence, which is a phrase I can't stand. In fact, let me just do a quick zip-zap, and I'll come right back, and I'll tie this with artificial intelligence, and we'll kind of put it all together. Now it would be a really good time to stand up and stretch. I'm going to remind you that one of the components of wealth is physical, and that involves strength, endurance, and flexibility training on a daily basis with natural nutrition and hydration and everything in moderation. And so if you're sitting down, stand up, move, and stretch, okay? You got to stay active. Because so many people have become couch potatoes and just lumps. Now, I'm not preaching and not being mean, but it is what it is what it is. What do you say we get uh, back? It's what we're talking about. So when it comes to artificial intelligence and the increasing development of software and hardware, one of the problems that we will face in our nation is an increasing need for those who are able to fix and repair, design and maintain the technology. And that means a smarter workforce, higher intelligent workforce, people who can critically think, who can diagnose a problem. But when you have more and more people who are dumber and dumber, you're prolonging the life and you're prolonging you know, the engagement of these people. It makes sense. A lot of people say, it doesn't make sense. Why do they just want to pay people? We need to have a living wage. We need to basically put everybody on welfare because so many people are too stupid to work. They're just literally a waste of human tissue. Now, that sounds bad. I get that. But it's true. We're not talking about those who are retarded, who are physically damaged. I'm just talking about the plain, outright, stupid morons that are just plain lazy. What we have going on here, folks, is we have uh, a dog. And a dog that uh, barks because it gets uh, upset. And uh, the dog is either alerting to a problem. The dog is uh, excited. I don't know. I don't know what the dog is. But the dog is, you know, trying to get your attention. And frankly, that's what I'm trying to do as well, is get your attention to understand that the nation is in a really bad state because we have so many people who are checking out because technology has become too complex. The number of baby boomers born between 1946 and 64, it's around 76 million, but we have, I think, about 85, 89 million baby boomers in the country because of immigration. 
Now baby boomers are starting to die off, so the numbers are going down. But the reality is so many people have been working. It's like, okay, I'm not the right sex. I'm not the right uh, nationality. My skin tone, my uh, the, the amount of melanin in my skin is not right. I didn't go to the right schooling. I didn't have the right political party. Oh, I supported a candidate and they lost. And oh, now I'm in the deep doo-doo. People are saying, you know what? I'm done. And so they're just checking out. They're drawing their social security. They're drawing their government pensions. They may have their 401ks. They sell their house up north and move down to the villages where life is great and grand and everybody dances the uh, wiggle waggle on the, on the squares. You get your golf cart, you go golfing and you go to the restaurants and, you know, some people stay in shape and some people don't, but hey, you know, they're just checking out. I get that. I understand that. You know, life isn't fun anymore. You know, you, you worked at a job you hated. And then all this technology becomes so complex. And one of the things that I've done over the years is just simply say, no, we're not doing that. The, 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 the literally the hundreds of millions of dollars of income that I decided, I'm just not interested in earning because I don't want to deal with people that are so anti-current. That's, that's right. That's the word current. It happens to be what I use current for clients in our dashboard. You know, current is you got to stay current. You got to stay relevant. And the number of people who are like, oh, I, I used to use technology at work. I used to use computer at work. I don't do that anymore. Uh, just so you know, a cell phone is a computer, but it's not like a desktop computer. And your laptop is not a desktop computer. And your tablet is not a desktop computer. And if you're trying to do everything as a little tiny little screen, you're, you know, you have a little tiny attitude, little tiny mindset, little tiny IQ. Everybody's trying to do everything on their phone. And I, I do believe that it's like what Bill Gates, and I can't stand Bill Gates, never have, but he used to go to uh, an island in Hawaii. I'm not going to give the name of it. And he used to literally, you know, let his mind go. I do that all the time myself. I go to places that are very low, very minimal inhabitants, a lot of open space to think. That's the reason why I have my office where I have it. I don't have our primary office in Tampa. You can't think in, a, in an urban area, but I can here in Ocala. And I'm, it's, we're getting more and more congested, but I'm in a nice place, uh, the Ocala International Commerce Park. And I have open area. I have 40-acre horse ranch right across from the office building here. And it's just, it's, it's a place to think. You can you have that openness. But you have these little tiny screens. And you have all these people who, you know, do for me, do for me. See, the more urban you live, the more urban you live, if you're out of milk, you can just run to the convenience store. But if you live in a suburban area, it might be a little bit of a drive to get to convenience store rather than walking around the corner to the bodega. My point being is that the more urban you are, the shorter your time horizon for many people. And the thing that makes a difference between success and failure is a time horizon. You may have heard me say on many times in the past that Edward C. Banfield in the book, The Unheavenly City, revisited in chapter three, about around page 28, the second or third paragraph down, talks about time horizon and how people who are successful in life, it's not predicated upon your pedigree or your education, just all the things that people associate. No, it's, it's, it's time horizon. In my case, I'm planning for my, my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And people like the Carnegies, the Mellons, the Fords have done that. You know, I think it's really important that we look long-term instead of always playing to the quarter in the, in the stock market. You're always looking at quarterly results. You know, 
Fixed Cost Financial, for example, has been a project that I have been working on since October 21st, 1987. The inspiration came around 10 o'clock in the morning when I wrote on a pad of paper, well, in my moleskin, why pay more? Two days after the stock market crash on the 19th of October, 1987, known as Black Monday, sitting in a uh, boardroom at the Southern Parkway Commerce Bank on Princess Palm Boulevard across the street from the Florida State Fairground. That's where the inspiration came from. But the reality, it took many, many decades to get this thing pulled together. So when you have people, a tremendous number of people, People that are just plain dumb. They're dumb. And it's like the movie Idiocracy. And I, I encourage you, please go watch the movie Idiocracy. Just watch it. That's what we're headed to in the country. But I choose to say no. I will not work with those people. Now, if they come in as clients and they become behavior problems, they're out the door. We don't discriminate based upon race, sex, national origin. I don't discriminate based upon IQ. I don't discriminate based upon anything. But if you are a horse's ass, I won't work with you. You're out the door. I had a guy years ago who was worth an awful lot of money, a huge amount of money, and who was literally furious that I wouldn't work with him. I said, because you're an asshole. You are an unadulterated asshole. He literally begged me to work with him because no one had ever stood up to him. I took the opportunity to work with him on a limited basis for a small amount of money and regretted it shortly thereafter. Because when I fired him, he said, I'm going to sue you. Well, go ahead and sue me. It didn't go anywhere. It's just a waste of my time. And then I have to counter sue you. When I got done talking to his lawyer, he said, listen, he does this all the time. I apologize. There's a check in the mail to you. And I got a big check, but it wasn't worth the aggravation. Time, effort, aggravation, money. I only work with people I like. My personal time is really valuable to me. Now, we have other people here that we can have you work with, but I won't subject them to the obnoxious behavior of others. I just won't do it. So with Bruce Jenner, he's obnoxious. What he's doing is obnoxious. Who do these people think they are to preach global warming and how we shouldn't be traveling and how we should be doing all these things when they're flying around in jets and living in mansions and oh gotta have gun control but i have the money for private security and the private security i have they well they don't use tasers they have guns to protect me ellen is a good example ellen and her wife girlfriend whatever they're so upset because they had somebody break into their home while they were there. Okay, and now they've sold it and they've gotten more security. Well, you can afford it, sweetheart. But you're going to deny others the opportunity to live in safety and have responsibility. I mean, we have to have responsibility for our actions. But in a society where fewer and fewer people are responsible or take responsibility, I know it sounds like a politician, but it's the truth. How do you make money? Will you appeal to those who are the dumbest among us? That's what's going on. If you look at your television shows, you look at YouTube, I could go on for hours and hours and hours that those people who are spending money, that's who you cater to. So there's been a dramatic shift in the country, and I think it's for the worst. But it's happened before when I was a kid. I'll tell you a quick thing real fast. My mother tried killing me. Uh, my mother uh, literally tried killing me. And um, I didn't realize it at the time. But then I realized it as I got older that uh, mom was poisoning me. And she was doing it unintentionally. And I'll tell you the reason why. You know, back in the day, my mother is a 1940s and 50s mom. And I'm a 1950s kid. And mother cooked. 
she would make meatloaf and goulash, and we rarely had steaks, although my father was did very well in business. But those were treats. You know, mother cooked. Mother didn't have a housekeeper. She didn't do it. We lived a normal lifestyle, uh, above normal for most people. We had a normal lifestyle. My father always lived grossly below his means, and that was just something that he instilled in me. Now, mother then discovered TV dinners, <laughs> and those damn things used to come in aluminum. And then she discovered Jiffy Pop, and there were all these foods like space food sticks and then Pringles, chips came in a can. And so as a kid, I started having all these, you know, this food. Now, mother used to bake. We used to always have a cake. We used to always have a pie. Pretty soon mom said, you know, they have Hostess Ho-Hos and Twinkies. And she discovered, again, processed food. But the problem is it gave me just a horrific case of asthma. So as a kid, I had some really horrible asthmatic reactions and nobody knew why, even went to the doctor. But I realized as I got older, it was the preservatives in the food, which is the reason why I say, if you can't pronounce it, if you don't know what it is, don't eat it. The, the second most important component of wealth, I have, it's called the six cows. I'm not going to go into them. But the, the second component of wealth is physical wealth which involves strength, endurance, and flexibility with natural nutrition, hydration, and everything in moderation. Notice what I said, natural nutrition, hydration, and everything in moderation. I think it's brilliant, to be very blunt with you. I don't care if you don't like it. To me, that's I govern my life by that. And it, you know, I don't need a Weight Watchers. I don't need Jenny Craig. I don't need somebody to make food and ship it to me in a box. I mean, if you can't cook, you're stupid. You really are. If you can't make food and prepare food for several days in advance and keep it easy peasy and warm and go, you're stupid. You're probably lazy instead of being stupid, but it's just a waste of time and money. You say, oh, it's cheaper for me just to run to the store and buy. No, it's not. The time, the gas, the effort and everything else, you don't have any kind of experience. Yesterday, my son and I were working late in the office and I pulled out some ground turkey. And I said, Ed, you want to make up a turkey burger or whatever? He said, no, I said, I'll tell you what, let's have some spaghetti and I'll make up some meatballs and made them tur with turkey. And they were fantastic. Made them up, does his little spices to them. He just got a nice little uh, formula that he uses. People call it recipe. Put it in the oven, baked it, got it out. And um, we sat down and had uh, dinner while we were going over what we're going to be doing this week. We hold our, our weekly Sunday meeting for uh, business operations. And we had a, a television show that's, uh, I think, on Prime. It's called Bosch. And uh, we're watching it. I've seen the series, but now we're kind of going through it together. Paul hadn't seen it, and we're really enjoying it. It reminds him a lot of the stories of when I was a cop that I've told. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Some of these things are like, are you sure that wasn't my story? Anyways, as we go through this, it's it's easy. It it that's a memory. But if you buy stuff from a store, there's no memories to that. We hit. I mean, those meatballs are really good. They hit the spot. And instead of making spaghetti, he wound up making noodles and he did a couple of cool things with it. And like that was great. We had a good time. Sat back, had a couple of whiskeys, had a bite to eat, went over business, watched a TV show, called it a day. As opposed to a damn TV dinner with all the preservatives in the world. Now, I can tell you I feel horrible when I eat processed food. When it's natural, I do fine. I never have a problem. But most people are so incredibly moronic and stupid. That's all they can do. So when you go to the food store, when you go to your grocery store, what do you see? Cans, packages, cans and packages, cans and packages. 
ready to go, cans and packages, because most people are incredibly stupid. So Bruce Jenner, yeah, Bruce can go to Australia, but very few people are going to say anything negative about it. Instead, it's going to be like, oh, okay, cool. You're on celebrity whatever in Australia, right? Celebrity big brother, celebrity this, celebrity. And they're still going to vote for the dumb shit. And yet, this guy doesn't know who he is. Well, at least he knows now. I guess he switched is on the team that he wants to be on. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast, sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial and Longview Forecasting. For more information about Fixed Cost Financial and Longview Forecasting, visit the website for the conglomerate of Truesdell Companies at truesdell.net or call the corporate offices for the Truesdell Companies at 212-433-2525. That's 212-433-2525. All rights reserved. So what we're going to do going forward is I'll try to do like about a half hour show. And uh, generally speaking, instead of just doing it uh, once a week, I'll do it periodically. Check the website. I'll uh, give those of you who have signed up with an email, I'll give you a notice as to what we're doing. And uh, that'll be up, probably be up a day or two, and then I'll just do another one. I'm going to go back to that kind of a format, more of a free flow thing. But again, for those of you who are clients, you get all the good stuff. That's what we're going to do. And uh, so with that, thanks a lot for your time and consideration. We're out of here and have a great day. This song is called American Dream. We've got the rights to it. And I really like it. Now, I fully understand that some people don't like those kinds of things, dream big and have a positive mental attitude and whole concept of going for it but I got news for you if you do then uh, I'm kind of like the guy you want to know and if you hate that stuff don't bother uh, casting a shadow in our doorway I don't have time for you fair enough fair enough Paul Truesdell podcast was produced in the studios at the Truesdell Professional Building. All rights reserved.